every step of the way. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. This is the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, August 23rd. It is a Tuesday. It's a Twins Tuesday. Yeah. Today we have, on the 23rd of August, the number 24. Ah, we were so close. In Twins history. Who's wearing number 24 right now? Uh, Well, Larnick was last year, 24 this year. I mean, Trevor Larnick's still on the team. Yeah, but he's 13 now. Oh, yeah, he is. You're right. So I, I don't think anybody is 24 right now. Oh, Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez is 24. How can so, we forget about old Gary? Uh, 56, I guess he would be the 57th player in uh, Twin Senators history to wear the number 24. Gary Sanchez, uh, yes, Trevor Larnack last year. Who wore it before Trevor Larnack? Josh Donaldson. That's exactly right. How about before him? CJ Crone. How about before him? Uh, are we diving into Trevor Plouffe territory? Um. Not quite. Not quite. There was one in between. Two guys wore it in 2018. In 2018. Who were some randos that they had on that team? Mm-hmm. The 28 twins. The 2018 twins were weird. I'll just give them to you. Ryan Lamar. Oh, yeah. Ryan Lamar. And the first person to wear it that year was Logan Forsythe. Ah, uh, how, <laughs> you know, I really should have had the foresight to see that through. Uh, Jaime Garcia wore it in 2017. Uh, what was your favorite Jaime Garcia twins memory? I think this. I think uh, this is the moment. The, the, like the 48 hours he was a Minnesota twin. Uh, Trevor Plouffe wore it from 2010 to 2016. Just before Trevor Plouffe for a year was Joe Creedy. Ah, uh, Joe Creedy. I remember that walk-off grand slam at the Metrodome against the Tigers. Big home run. I was a big fan of Joe Creedy. I really liked him in the uh, in the lineup. He was a classic twin uh, in that era, the Metrodome era, the Garden Hire era, this wily vet. He was in, with Chicago for a number of years. Hey, maybe you'll come over and help us out. First half of the season, he was great. I don't think he made it through the whole season, though. It I think- was Well, that was part of the issue with him at the end. But he was, like, exactly what you'd want out of, like, your six or seven hitter. Mm-hmm. He really would have, I think people would probably think about him differently in baseball today because he was like 240 but would hit home runs, you know. Mm-hmm. He would he would have been a nice fit, played nice third base. Uh, Rondell White, you may remember Rondell, Rondell White. White. Uh, he wore it 06, 07. Matt LeCroy before that, uh, 2000 to 2005. Matt LeCroy, by the way, has turned himself into a Ron Gardenhire. I mean, it's a nice transition, really. It's a great transition. Like he physically just looks like Ron Garden higher. I like it's kind of stunning. Actually. Like a clone. Yeah. Uh some other fun names who have worn the number twenty four in a twins senators history. Of course, Shane Mack mm-hmm. wore it patrolling the outfield ninety to ninety four. Before that, Tom Brunansky, eighty two to eighty eight. Bruno. Ron Washington wore it in nineteen eighty two. Then we get to some fun names, and these are back to back. So let's start uh, in 1955, okay, and go through 1959. Sure. In 1955, wearing the number 24 was Webbo Clark. Webbo. Webbo. How do you spell that? W e b b o. Okay, so Webbo. exactly how it sounds. Not like his name wasn't Webb O Clark. It wasn't like an Irishman. 
His he name wasn't was like Webo. a he wasn't like a '90s rapper Web Dash O. Nope, not that either. Wow, Webo, Webo Clark. Uh, that was '55. Uh, 55 and 56 was Bunky Stewart. I feel like we've had Bunky Stewart on before. In 1957, a guy by the name of Garland Shiflet. Old Garland Shiflet. Garland Shiflet? Shiflet. No, that's not, not like a shift. Not like I got a shift. Shifted into third. Shift. Just a, just a shift. Chef. Shift. Shefflet. Shefflet. What's the first name again? Garland. Oh, Garland Shefflet coming down to the ballpark. He's gone two for three in his last four games. I don't know. And then in 57 through 59, Hal Griggs. Hal Griggs. Now, if that's not an old-timey. Those are great. Those he's are probably great a cleanup names. hitter. Great names all right in a row. So that is the number 24, the Twins, C.J., is 24 the number of runs they're going to score for the rest of the season? Well, it's about the number of runs they've scored this month. It's been ridiculous. This, I mean, how is it that they find it? Actually, we've talked, we touched on this a little bit yesterday. They've kind of fixed their pitching a little bit, or at least gotten it to the point where it's manageable. I don't know if they've fixed it, but it's at least doing better things. Yeah, like they've, Tyler Malley's helped the uh, has helped the rotation. Now he's on the IL, but he'll be back in September. And um, they the bullpen at least feels it's still a little shaky, but it feels a lot more competent now that Emilio Pagan is relegated to mop up duty and Tyler Duffy has been DFA'd and all that kind of stuff. It feels like they've kind of figured out how to work things through. They're pitching fine. It's just been the offense. They haven't scored. I think Corey Provis mentioned in the Twins wrap, the Twins were 2-for-26 with runners in scoring position throughout the Rangers series. And they lost two of those games by one run. Just how different... I was watching the first few innings yesterday. The amount of times they would get guys in position, and we, we touched on this yesterday, so I don't want to rehash it, but they just have terrible approaches at the plate. I don't know what it is. They... I think they're, I saw in the Bally Sports North broadcast, they're just grounding balls into the dirt. I think that's, their ground ball rate in the Rangers series has been above their season average. They're just not making good contact right now. And that's really, really weird. Also, we mentioned yesterday, uh, Max Kepler being a five hitter is not an ideal lineup. I know people love Max Kepler, but he's not had some good years. Statistically, there's no reason to. Yeah. He plays a nice right field. He really does. He's the best right fielder in target field history. As we talked about, though, um, when you get to play next to Byron Buxton all the time, you better be good. You've significantly narrowed the amount of area you have to cover when Byron Buxton is, is your center fielder. Oh, by the way, Byron Buxton left yesterday's game early because he hurt his knee. Uh I thought it was hip. I thought I saw oh, hip. hip. Yes, yeah, it was hip. He's been playing through a knee injury, I think. I think multiple people have acknowledged for the last month that Buxton is not at 100%, and he is trying to power through it, and he aggravated his uh, hip swinging. Not as much he dove for a couple of balls. It was more when he was trying to swing that he re-aggravated. He's getting an MRI today. We'll see how serious it is. Don't think he'll play tonight in Houston. By the way, uh, best record in the American League, Houston Astros. The Twins are going there for a three-game set. So, they lost yesterday. They're two games back of Cleveland now in the AL Central standings. The White Sox, I believe, lost yesterday. So, they're still firmly in second place, but 
They're, and they'll have plenty of windows come September. A two-game lead is not something to fret over or a two-game deficit, but but they got to figure things out relatively cl- quick, wouldn't you say? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a controversial take I'm asking you to weigh in on. <laughs> I would say that, yes. I do think they need to figure things out fairly quickly. Fairly, fairly quickly. Okay, we have we have some other things that we want to talk about now that we've gotten the twin stuff out of the way because we're just going to we're gonna agitate ourselves if we have to talk I'm, about this I was, team. I'm just trying to do some math here. That's, okay. That's all I'm trying to do. They've actually scored 70 runs this month. 70. And they've played 19 games. 19. So they're not, they're averaging just over three and a half runs per game. That's not good. It's not, it's not enough. I think it's the record, I think like four or five is the amount of runs you want to score in a game. Five, I think. The, now, if you can score four runs a game, I think you win most games. You win a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And if you can score five runs consistently, you're a 90 win ball club. I, I would say at least, yeah. 90, 95 win ball club. So, yeah. Uh, no bueno for the for the Twins right now. No, good luck to them, I guess. Uh, so in an other baseball news yesterday, there has been a uh, so there's this stigma around Yankees fans, Corey, that they're just a bunch of psychos. When would you say that that's uh they are um they they can be described depending on who you talk to, what your perspective is, they can be described as passionate. Um. Uh, they can be described as, uh, increase, like, like everlastingly honest about their team. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't put up, uh, at least as far as their team goes, uh, they don't put up with, with poor play, poor management, poor coaching, poor, uh, they don't, they don't suffer fools very well when it comes to the product on the field. Yeah. Which is, um, I guess, Good because, boy oh boy, are there some fools in the bleacher seats, as is evidenced by a video that went viral yesterday. You saw this? Yeah, the friendly confines of Yankee Stadium. There appears to be a fan, so he takes, he's got a beer in his hand, and he also has a hot dog. Two Classic. Per- I mean, that's a perfect baseball game. How can you screw that up? This guy found a way to do it. Uh, he took a straw, yep. and he poked the straw through the hot dog, thus... Mm-hmm. Creating a hole, a passageway, a tunnel, if you will, mm-hmm. throughout one end of the piece of meat to the other. He That's then right. proceeded the long way, yep. like like he was going to roast it over an open fire, but with a straw. Yes, except he didn't roast it over an open fire, did he? CJ? No, he did the exact opposite. He put it in his liquid. He put it in the beer, and then he proceeded to, uh, as the young kids call it, drink through the glizzy, and. Yep. uh he su- he sucked his beer through a straw yeah. that is a hot dog. Yeah, yeah, he had he, a hot dog straw. He had a hot dog straw, and he was drinking most likely. Uh, I don't know what what what's a beer you would pers- think a New York. I don't know. It looked like a light beer. Yeah, he, a light. Know, he's drinking like a Michelob Ultra. Or Your something. generic light beer. Yeah, yeah. Through a hot dog straw. Can I. I don't- I have two things. One, that's one of the grossest things I've ever seen. Uh, gro- worst thing. Like ever. they go, uh, sure, a beer and a hot dog and a ball game, those go together. Of course they do. Um, um, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? It is lunacy. Like you're watching him. Like what's he doing? Like what's he? You know, and he like. 
He does an initial gross thing too, right? He pokes the straw into the hot dog. He takes the straw out. And what does he do? He sucks the hot dog out of the straw like that. Yeah. And you're already like, I my tummy hurts. <laughs> you're like, I don't know what he's doing here. Is he like trying to put his condiments through the through the hole? Is he trying to like figure something out? No, no, nope. no. Throws he's- the straw aside. And then starts slurping down his beer through the wiener straw. I don't It's, it's I don't know. so weird. I don't um, I, I, I don't know, I don't know what to make of it. What is, um, uh, what's his problem? Also, um, I'm old. Uh, I have only recently learned the term glizzy. Yeah. Glizzy. I, I learned it about a year ago. It's a young kid term for a hot dog. Yeah. A glizzy. I've learned it. Uh, this is no joke. This, like this month, within the last 23 days, I heard glizzy for the first time. Corey was and I'm 23 like, days old. I'm an old man. I have never heard glizzy before. I think it's kind of funny, but it's, um, uh, it's a super gross video and I don't know. I don't know. Uh, my question is, did somebody in Yankee Stadium catch a serial killer at a game or are you cynical about this? And think that's his buddy a row back and a, and a row over and they just, they set this up to go viral. Uh, the second one. It's a, I am a little more of that, but it doesn't change how gross it is. Yeah, no, because there will be people naturally on the internet that go, well, yeah, I mean, what, I mean, this guy seems like a sane person to me. And then that's how you know to hit the mute button on Twitter. All right. So if we can take anything from today's show, don't. Drink your beer through a hot dog straw. Just, just don't. Hot dogs are meant for eating, not, not, not drinking. Gross. Don't, don't suck on a hot dog. What That's... would have been a grosser liquid? Milk? Uh, milk, yeah. I think milk, maybe if it was a warm day, cause it's a night game, it's probably like a 8 o'clock. A warm day, a oh, hot dog uh, and milk. <laughs> a hot dog and milk on a hot summer day. Uh, uh, this has been the morning sports desk for Tuesday, August 23rd. Don't, don't, don't drink uh, beer through a hot dog straw. Please, please don't do that. That is a disgusting act. The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just three bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. <sighs> Two, get out of bed. And three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Select or request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all card or combos orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.